I'm super excited for cake. Okay, we have been doing a journey through the Ten Commandments, and uh, we are on commandment number three today. And um, man, this is just like, I never knew that, you know, we read the the Ten Commandments, and we just kind of read them, and we don't really pay attention and dig deep into them, and... um, I was really challenged this week by this one, so I I, I hope that you are as well. And I and I just I just you know what? We just need to take a second to pray because I just really feel that even with the word that came this morning, God is going to be challenging some hearts today, and it's going to be a little heavy, and it might be a little uncomfortable, and it might be a little bit like, oh, this doesn't feel great because God's taking us out of a place that maybe is comfortable. And so um, I, I just, God, we just come to you right now. We just ask that, that you fill my mouth, that not one syllable comes from my mouth that is not anointed by your Holy Spirit, I pray. Lord, I pray that you would open up hearts and lives right now for the people here, people watching online, Lord God, that they would just be challenged today and drawn to a just more in-depth relationship with you, I pray, Lord God, in thy precious name, amen. Okay, we are going to read... Exodus 20, verse 7. And this is the third commandment. And it says, You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Somebody's waving at me. I have to put my glasses on. Are you waving at me? What am I forgetting? Oh, welcome, desk people. I apologize. Um, we have new people here. Anybody here for the first time that you are visiting over here? We have some gifts for you, and inside the gifts is a little welcome card. We encourage you to fill that out and um, pass that on to our welcome desk people. That would be amazing. We welcome you guys. We're so glad that you're here. Yeah, give them a hand. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses the name. So, we're going to talk about the name of God. We talked about this in the very beginning. The name of God, when we were told that we are only to worship God, we are only, we're not to have idols, the name of God. Remember when Moses um, was at the burning bush and he was having an encounter with God, and he said to, said to this burning bush, Who are you? Who is talking to me? And God replied, I am. And if you remember when we talked, when we first started talking about um, the, the very first verse of the Ten Commandments, where we see the word Lord, and it's all in capitals, L O R D. And that's very significant because it's God talking about that He is I am, that He is Yahweh. And, and, Yahweh, we've added vowels, but how it used to be was Y-H-W-H. It was not, you could not pronounce it. God's name is so holy that you could not pronounce it. God's name means that he is self-sufficient. He doesn't need us, but he desires to be with us. He is the creator. He is the one true God. So when we talk about here in verse 7, it says, don't misuse the name of God. We need to have an understanding 
understanding and a grasp of the name of God and how incredible his name is, how holy his name is. Just like I read with Isaiah, we're going to read it in a second again. But when he entered into God's presence and when he realized, you know, when we, we are in God's presence, we recognize how how much, how sinful we are. And, and, and when we kind of look into his presence, we realize how, you know, insignificant. But because of God, he brings us in to be righteous. He brings us in to be significant. And it's only by him. It's by his name. So when you think of God, when you have a perspective in your mind of who you serve, what do you think about? What is God to you? What is, what is in, our, in our tiny minds, how do you wrap your brain around God? And I, and I, I don't want you to answer me, but I want you just to kind of process that for a second. Who is God really to you? Who is he really, truly to you? When we worship this morning, do you, are you in awe of his presence? Do you sense the magnitude of God's spirit? Or are you just, eh, eh, just something I do on Sunday. God's name is holy. In this, in this era, in this time, as we read through the word of God, we discover that names are very, very important. Names, names have meaning to them. And, and in our Western culture, it's maybe not so yet. We do find out what our names mean. And, and I, I know that Wendy means wanderer. And it's so true because I love to travel and explore and have fun and, and kind of just try to... But, but, but I wasn't named Wendy Wanderer with any intention. It was just, you know, generally in Western culture, we pick names because, because we, just, we just like names. Um, certain names that kind of mean something to us. Maybe we name it after somebody that we know, or maybe we, you know, like, uh, we had a really interesting time with some of our, um, I'm going to call them COVID babies, um, who, were, who were born um, through COVID. And, and I don't know where people are getting these names, but we're just like, Wow, those are some interesting names. Like what happened to Grace and and and, and Mary? <laughs> They're coming up with these like new names that are really interesting. But in our culture, we don't we don't tend to put a lot of emphasis on the names. But but in in Bible days, they really they, you know you were named because of your character. You were named because of something about you, something about your family. The name meant something. And this still, this still is, is the case when we, when we talk about, you know, if, if ever you've had any encounter with any kind of indigenous people, um, they really, they, they take the name, and I, and I think in the African culture, and from what I'm learning and trying to learn, is, is, is you might have one name, you might have a couple names, but the, the names mean something. So that's the case here, is that there's meaning to them. So when we think about Eve, when God named Eve, her name meant the living one. With Abraham, his name meant father of nations. And, and we know that that came true. With Jesus, Jesus' name, when you, when you bring it back to Hebrew, was, was Joshua. And it was to deliver or to rescue. There's meaning in those names. 
So when we think about the name of God, it represents not only him, God our creator, but it represents his character of who he is. That was, that was how names were brought in, was, was by their character. It refers to their character. So as we go through um, this, this challenge of don't take the Lord's name in vain. We're, we're going to take two two different kind of aspects. We're going to look at okay. We're going to we're going to realize that we don't take his actual physical name in vain or misuse it. Different versions will say in vain, misuse it. Um, we're, we're not just his his physical name, but his character. Don't take the character. Of God in vain. Don't misuse the character of God because God's name means more than just a name. God's name means his character, his love, who he is. So we're going to read Isaiah 6 and we're going to read a little bit further than where I did earlier this morning. Isaiah 6, and we're going to read verse 1 to 8. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seating on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, with two they were flying, and they were calling to one another. Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, for I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. You see, Isaiah recognized that in the presence of God, he has unclean lips. And people around him have unclean lips. But we see that God and his grace and his mercy took the coal and cleansed his lips made him righteous, made him pure, and then sent him out. Who will I send? And Isaiah said, send me. So in the NIV, we talk about misuse the name of God. And in others, it says, don't take the Lord's name in vain. When we bring it back to kind of the original, if we want to take back the word misuse or take, It actually means to lift or to carry. 
to lift or to carry. So we should not carry or lift the Lord's name in vain. We should not lift or misuse it. Not only his physical name, as I said before, but also his character. So we're first going to talk about taking his name, his physical name, in vain or misusing it. So when we think about this, we automatically first think about our words. Words that we speak. God does not want us to use his name just all like willy-nilly. Like, oh, whatever. Like when we hear people swear and, and people use the name Jesus as a swear, I don't know about you, but it, it literally brings like, oh, it brings like a hurt to my heart. Because you're, you're literally using the name of my Savior as a curse. And, and, and I don't know about you, but it, it offends me. It offends my spirit. When we say the words, oh my God, it's so trivial and we put so much, like, it's just so whatever, like an exclamation mark. When something really amazing happens, oh my God, is misusing a name that is so holy that we should not just flippantly have it come off of our tongue. God's name is not an exclamation mark. God's name should not just be used tritely, just meander whatever we want and however we want it to be. God's name should not be used as a curse. Ephesians 4.29 Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs that may benefit those who listen. And then Proverbs 21, 23. It says, those who guard their mouths and their tongues will keep themselves from calamity. We need to watch the words that come out of our mouth. The words of our mouth have power. We can speak things into. When we, when we say things, they have power. We need to use God's name in reverence. He is the creator. He is Yahweh. You literally couldn't pronounce his name in the beginning days. There was no way to actually say his name. And we've gone from that to using it as an exclamation mark. How far we've come from losing the magnitude and the holiness of God's name. What about when we pray? How many times do we use God's name, but we really don't think about what we're saying? Dear God, be with me today. God, I just really want you to help me along my day, God. So, uh, yeah, like I need to do this job today, God. So can you just, Lord, uh, Jesus, can you uh, make the sun shine today? God, I really need you. God, I'm just really feeling that I really need to hear your presence. God, would you just, like, we just, like, so, so put it into this perspective for a second. If, if I was to talk to Sandra, so Sandra, I need help in the library. Sandra, would you mind just helping me with the Sandra, can you, uh, what do you think of my hair today? Sandra, what do you think? Should we go for a coffee? Sandra, 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 Sandra. And she's just going to be like, don't say my name anymore. 
because we've lost the reverence and the holiness, and it just becomes a word. So come to God, and I've said, God, 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 and that's different than it just becoming a pause and a comma and we put in a word. God's name is holy. What about when we have our children and, and we hear all day long as moms or dads, Mom, 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 can I have this? Mom, can I have that? Mom, can we go here? Mom, how much time do we have to drive? Mom, 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 Mom. And we're just like, stop calling me Mom. <laughs> the word that we would like couldn't wait for our kids to say. And we get to the point where we're like, oh, if I never hear the word Mom again, I'll be okay. <laughs> Really? And I'm sure that's how God thinks sometimes. Because we're not using it as a crying out and a reverence and a prayer. It's just an exclamation mark or just another word. A space filler. God's name is holy. God's name is holy. Do we use it as descriptions? Do we use it as descriptions? Uh, I remember I have a girlfriend um, from high school and she would tell me that she was an atheist and, and we were having this discussion about God and, and, and whatever and she's like, she says to me and I laughed at her, she says, I swear to God, I'm an atheist. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Literally doesn't even make sense. God's name is not a description. I know it's funny. I know. So let's remember and not make it not so much as a yes, we need to make it a habit. Yes, we need to be aware of our words and change our habits. But let's become so in awe of who God is that we respect the name I am. All-sufficient one, Yahweh, my savior, my protector, my guider. Let's have respect for that. The second way I challenge you today to look at God's name by not using it in vain or misusing it is when we look at it, do we misuse or in vain use the name of God but as in his character? Now remember how when we take it back and it talks about carry or lift. When we acknowledge that Jesus Christ is our Savior, we then become walking billboards for Jesus Christ. We become walking billboards for Yahweh. Like, wrap your brain around that. I, I don't know how, like, I, my mind cannot comprehend how God will trust me to share his word. Like, like, I'm honored, trust me, i beyond honored. But if I was to sit and kind of just like think about it, I would have a moment like Isaiah, like, whoa, 
God, how can you trust me to be a walking billboard for you, Yahweh, holy of holies, creator, God? Do, do we have that mindset as Christians? You, you don't necessarily need a microphone to be in that position. You are all walking billboards for Jesus. The second you tell somebody you go to church, you just became a billboard. And you just became on the watch. And people will be watching. So in this commandment, do we take in vain or misuse the name and the character as we carry God? Exodus 23.1 Do not spread false reports. Do not help a guilty person by being a malicious witness. Exodus 20, 16. You shall not give false witness, false testimony against your neighbor. So when we relook at that word, false, the word vain and misuse is also, when we take it back and we kind of like dig through, it also comes out as false. So when God says, do not use my name in vain, do not use my character in vain, do not be a false witness of who I am. You carry the name of God. Do not be a false witness to God. Are we representing God in a false manner? Deuteronomy 13, 1 to 5. False witness association. Oh, sorry, I gotta read it here. Sorry, I apologize. That was my notes. Okay, Deuteronomy 13, 1 to 5. If a prophet or one who foretells by dreams appears among you and announces to you a sign and wonder, and if the sign and spoken of takes place and the prophet says let us follow other gods gods you have not known and let us worship them you must not listen to the words of that prophet and dreamer the lord your god is testing you to find out whether you love him with all your heart and all your soul it is the lord your god that you must follow and must adhere revere Keep his commands and obey him. Serve him and hold fast to him. The prophet or dreamer must be put to death for inciting rebellion against the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. The prophet or dreamer tried to turn you away from the Lord your God, commanded you to follow. You must purge the evil from among you. So this is pretty much just God saying, you know what? Don't, don't follow those false prophets who pretend to say my name, but actually are steering you in a wrong direction. And if you choose to follow them, you need to be punished, punished by death. The prophets, these false prophets need to be punished. Like, this is severe punishment. So when God says, don't misuse my name, don't carry 
my name. Don't carry my character in a false manner. There is repercussions for this. The end of verse 7, it says, of, of uh, chapter 20, Exodus, don't use, misuse my name, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. There is punishment when we misuse God's name, when we misrepresent his character. There will be punishment because of that. There will be repercussions. We need to remember the importance and not degrade the character of the Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. God is holy. And we are representers of Yahweh. We are representers of him. I'm going to read you James 3, 1, and I'm going to challenge some of our ministry leaders in this. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. So everyone who calls the name of God, you know, anyone who calls God to be your God, anyone who, who acknowledges that God is Lord of your life, you are held accountable for how you carry that name. You are held accountable for how you carry um, the character of God. But the word tells us very clearly here that if you are a leader in the church, you are held to a higher standard. You are held to a higher standard. Now, now I'm not telling you this to scare you off, and we're going to have all kinds of people call Kyle up and be like, I don't want to be on the worship team anymore. I don't want to be in nursery anymore. That's not my point. My point is, is for those of us who are involved, nobody's off the hook. Let me just just remind you, nobody's off the hook. Anybody who is in any kind of ministry position, which there's a lot of us in this church. I mean, we are a blessed church with volunteers. Like, it's insane, the percentage of our church that volunteers. It's lovely, and it's incredible, and, and I, I, I love to be able to, not in an arrogant way, but I love to be able to say, like, I'm so proud of my church, because really, truly, you guys are amazing. So, so you're a volunteer in any capacity of this church. That means that you are a representer, not only of Cedarview Church, but also of God in a public forum. So anybody who greets when you are the first person that people first time come to this church and you are the first face that they see of Cedarview Church, people will automatically have a, have a sense of what this church is like by our greeters. That's a heavy weight for our greeters. Greeters, just to let you know. If, if you're standing in the door, I'm like, hey, so <laughs> So glad you're here. Sanctuary is that way. Imagine the impression that you've given them. 
You are the first face of CMU Church. So are you carrying the character, the name of God, with you as you greet people? Our welcome desk, same thing. Ushers, same thing. Children's church workers, home monitors, nursery workers. Myself, as your pastor, I will be held accountable for every word that comes from my mouth from this pulpit right here, from everything, but especially this pulpit. Worship team, you will be held accountable for your lifestyle here, as you stand here and lead the people into worship of God. You will be held accountable, strictly held accountable. Volunteers in any capacity, small group leaders, we are all held accountable. Every single one of us. And I know I keep repeating myself, but I, I, I don't want anybody to walk out and go, phew, that didn't count on me. I'm out on that one. It's for all of us. But especially ones who are representers of this church and God in a public forum. It's heavy, it's heavy. So let me ask you again, when you think of God's name, what do you think of? I had a conversation with a young man the other day, and he's single and, and, and looking, and, and he says, you know, I meet a Christian girl, and they tell me they go to church, and, and, and they sound so like they love Jesus. And then, and then they add me on Instagram, and, and I look at their page, and there's a disconnect from the words spoken and the supposed character of who that person is into who they represent in the world on social media. And there lies the disconnect and my challenge to each and every single one of us today. And I know not everybody's on Instagram, but it doesn't matter. You are a walking billboard. And we cannot be one person and act a certain way amongst friends who don't go to church, amongst other people, workplace, uh, uh, store, school, walking down the road, I could care less where, social media. You cannot act one place and put up a representation of one thing and then come over here and be like, I love Jesus and I'm so, so, so passionate for Jesus when the two don't line up. There is no way that dark and lightness can mix. They cannot mix. There's a disconnect. There's something wrong. 
When you stand before people as a representer of Jesus Christ and we put on our Christian face and we have the lovely smells and we have all the words that we can use, the Christian ease language that we, we pick up so quickly and we can have it all, but the second you stick somebody in a room with, with a group of people that don't know Jesus and all of a sudden their mouth turns into something that's just garbage or their actions or their posts. Their character doesn't line up. And I believe that this is also what God is challenging us with in this commandment. We carry the name of God. We carry the character of God. Are we using it in vain? Are we misusing the name of God? Now, I know this is heavy. I know this is heavy. But this is God's word. And God chooses to not leave us the way that we are. He loves us so much. He doesn't need us, but he loves us so much. He wants to have relationship with us. So that, let's read Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to 2. Now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all of his commandments, I give you today the Lord your God will set you high above all nations and on earth, and these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey my commandments. You see, it's not all do's and don'ts, and I can't do this because I'm a Christian, and I'm not allowed to do that because I'm a Christian. And it should be, I don't want to do that stuff. I don't want to act that way around those people. I don't want to use those words. I don't want to post those pictures. I don't want to be that person. I want to be a child of God, and I want to be the best billboard of Christ that I can be. That's what should be our heart. Not I can't, but I don't want to. That is the beauty in these commandments. It's not a list of to-dos and don'ts and do's and yes you can and no you can't and blah, 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 blah. It's because when we do, God promises to bless us. Wrap your brain around that. The God, the creator of this earth, the one who is the very mention of his name can, can just do what, like anything. That God wants to bless you. Wrap your brain around that for a minute. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. And all he asks Obey my word. Obey my word. Don't misuse my name. Don't misuse my character. Be the best example of Christ, of God, our creator, that you can be.
I'm going to invite the worship team to come up, and I'm going to ask everybody to stand. Vanessa, I'm going to ask if the team can sing Jesus' name above all names. Just do that whole line. And this, this message is not in any way meant. Uh, my heart is not for anybody to go home and say, wow, Pastor Wendy was really angry today. Or Pastor Wendy was just like, you know, hammering at me today. Like, she's looking at me, she's watching my bush. No, I'm not. Just let me know. I don't have time to scroll your social medias. I don't have time to, to keep an eye on each and every few individually. I have no idea what goes on in your life except when you come and talk to me about your stuff. So I'm not creeping you and trying to figure out and basing my messages. So just get that right out of your brain right now. I've said this before and I say it again. I don't take the word of God away. And with it comes much prayer. And with it comes, God, I don't want to, are you, I don't want to say that. I'm not doing that. Oh, yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. So what I say today is not with any person or persons in mind except for God. And I am feeling God giving me these words to challenge each and every one of you because he wants you to know that he loves you and he wants the very best for you. He wants to bless you. Oh my gosh, wrap your brain around that. Seriously. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. So he asks that you honor him and be the best walking billboard that you can be for him. So we're going to sing this morning Jesus' name above his name is above all names. His do we who do you think of when you think of God? Jesus' name above all names. And and then we're going to head into Refiner's Fire and oh my gosh. Ask God, do time with the Lord right now. If you need to come to the altar and spend time with him, that's totally up to you. If you want to stay where you are, totally up to you. I don't care where you are. I don't care what your stance is. I don't care if you're on the floor, standing, sitting, jumping on your head. I don't care. I just want you to say to God, God, refine me. Wash me clean. I don't want the world on me. I want to be the best that I can be for you. I want to be the best example that I can be for you, Jesus. I want when people look at me, God, that they see you, that they don't see me. That's what I want. Is that what you want today? Is that what you truly want today? And some of you need to go home, and you need to clean up some stuff in your house. Some of you need to go home and delete some stuff off your social media. Some of you need to go home and call somebody up and say, you know what? It was wrong for me to be in that place. It was wrong for me to talk about that. It was some of you need to do some business. That means more than just in this room where we got all the ooey gooey feelings. And the music's playing and we're all like, oh, Jesus, I love you. He's so awesome. He is. But then we get through those doors and somebody drives in front of us and we just lost our Jesus out the window. This is about life-changing 
moments here. This is not about ooey-gooey feelings. God is calling us to come to the Holy of Holies. It is time to get off our dust and start honoring Jesus for who he is. He is the name above all names. Does our life represent that 100%? And if it doesn't, oh, Go and do something. 